And that's really what it's about for me. It's about amplifying people's stories and and messages. And that's why we launched page two as, as we did, because the whole idea was let's create a publishing company that is really collaborative where we we really work intensively with our authors to shape a publishing plan for them it's an author driven process welcome to the thought leader revolution with nikki Ballou. join the revolution there's never been a better time in history to speak your truth find your freedom and make your fortune Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six- to seven-figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six- to seven-figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou, and boy, do we have an incredible, exciting guest lined up for you today. Today's guest is the one, the only, the legendary Trina White. She is the co-founder and principal of Page Two, which is a new kind of publishing house for brilliant nonfiction. She created Page Two back in 2013 to put power back into the hands of authors and to deliver the highest level of service at all stages of book development, all the way from editorial to design to project management to sales to marketing and beyond. Welcome to the show, Trina. Hi, Nikki. Thanks so much for having me. It's a real honor to have you here. Gina, we were introduced by a mutual friend, the great David Premer. He's been a guest on this show a couple of times, and he's also been a client of mine and a friend. He's attended our East Circle Academy immersion, and he spoke the world of you. You and I got a chance to talk. I was really impressed with you, and you've got a lot of nuggets of wisdom to give to our listener. Our listener is a small business owner. They tend to be an entrepreneur. Many of them are coaches. Many of them are consultants. Many of them are service-based business owners. The reason they listen to the show is because they've got a good, big heart. They want to make a massive difference in the world. And they're looking to learn from you, our expert guest, on how best to do that. But first, they need to get to know who you are. So tell us your backstory. How'd you get to be the great Trina White? <laughs> well, my backstory is that I've always been a passionate book reader. And basically from the time I realized that you could actually build a career making books, that's what I've done. So I've worked in book publishing for for almost 20 years now. And I, I started working as an, as an intern for a company called McClellan and Stewart in Toronto, which is now part of Penguin Random House. It's the company that's, that published many of Canada's greats in fiction. So Margaret Atwood and Robertson Davies and so on. And then basically worked my way up in publishing until I became the publisher of a of an independent publishing house based in Vancouver. And then 
due to, uh, you know, uh, many different circumstances. After I left that job, my now business partner, Jesse Finkelstein, and I launched Page Two. And so it's been five and a half years now since we, which, since we launched our company and, and uh, have just been growing in, in leaps and bounds since then. I love it. So, and I think, you know, there's a, there's a lot that kind of pushed me to launch this company with Jesse. So a big part of my backstory is, you know, I would say that I, I never necessarily saw myself becoming an entrepreneur. I, I think I was drawn to the idea of the autonomy that self-employment brings, but I, I always thought maybe one day I would become a freelance editor or something like that and kind of just work independently. But it was really through this relationship with my former colleague, Jesse, and just, you know, we, we were put into these positions at a publishing house where she was COO and I was publisher of a company that was failing and soon went bankrupt. And so basically what happened was we realized that we worked really, really well together and we worked well together under pressure. And we realized we wanted to start something new and work in publishing in a different way and to really embrace change and, and innovation in publishing. So we started plotting what became page two. I had a, a three-month-old baby when we when we first started thinking about the company and uh, just built it in my living room, basically. Wow, that's incredible. Super mom strikes again. I love it. <laughs> You know, Trina, you and I had a beautiful conversation about a month or so ago because Mm -hmm. I I just put a book out and what you shared with me really resonated. You love books. You love writers. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I love books and I love writers too. I mean, if you go on to my goodreads.com profile, you'll see that um, I've been averaging nearly 80 books a year. And this year, I'm kind of on track to do about 120. Uh, and I, I just have had this dream since I was a little boy to be a writer and to be a best-selling writer and have people read my work and be affected by it and have their lives be enhanced in some way, whether it was a work of fiction that warmed their heart or touched their soul in some way or a work of nonfiction that taught them something, inspired them, elevated and uplifted them. And that's what you're all about. That's what had me want to bring you on this show. What is it that's had you love books and writers so much? I think for me, it's really that I take enormous joy, as does the rest of our team. We're deeply passionate about helping people with really meaningful and impactful ideas bring those ideas to as many people as possible and so it's it's this role of facilitator or somebody who just can we work with amazing people really gifted brilliant thinkers and you know thought leaders and professional speakers and and so i just love the opportunity to help them share their message with people that they may not be able to reach one-on-one and and that's really what it's about for me it's about amplifying people's stories and and messages and that's why we launched 
page two as as we did because the whole idea was let's create a publishing company that is really collaborative where we we really work intensively with our authors to shape a publishing plan for them it's an author driven process and that's why we set it up in the way that we did i love it i think it's pretty brilliant you've been someone who's worked in the industry pretty much your entire career and you really want to make a difference for authors so one of the things I say is that if someone's going to write a book, they better have a very clear message first. A lot of yes. people come into the world today in 2019, and there's a lot of people out there that I like to call charlatan marketers, right? Charlatan marketers mm-hmm. are these people who know how to tug on the heartstrings of vulnerable people who are, are hurting and suffering and want to make a difference in the world. And they give them a message, a message that basically touches on all their pain points and makes them feel like, yes, this person has an answer, but they really don't. They'll say, hey, publish a book. Come on out here. Let's get a book going for you. It doesn't matter if you don't have a message. It doesn't matter if you don't know what you're talking about. We'll help you get a book out there and let's get it going. I've seen so many people spend tens of thousands of dollars on books. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a wonderful thing to have your name on a book. Don't get me wrong, but it hasn't really delivered for them. And I Mm -hmm. know that One of the things that you're very passionate about is making sure that a book delivers for the author. Can you talk a bit about that and how you, like me, are the scourge of the charlatan marketers that are out there in the world and in the industry right now? Yeah, you know, and there there are a lot. I mean, there are a lot of... um, book publishing service providers now who make grand claims that are really hard to see through if you don't know the business. And so I would say for us, the the starting place is exactly, you're exactly right, Nikki, you have to have a message first. And, you know, we, we often say that the first step to marketing a book and selling a book is to write a great book. And and that all starts with having a big idea and a good hook and a, a unique angle that hasn't been expressed that way before. You know, even if you're writing about customer service or, you know, something that's been unpacked a million different ways, you still have to have a unique approach to that. So part of our work is to really work closely with the author to shape their concept. We, we don't just kind of take what you've written and put it out into the world. We, we're thinking about who is the reader and what, what are they going, what will resonate with them? And, and so honestly, really that editorial shaping is, is a huge part of our process and has a, has a big impact on the sales and marketing at the other side. It's also, I think, really important for authors to, for particularly for the kind of you know, people who are listening to your podcast, the, the entrepreneurs and small business people and coaches and so on. Um, it's really important for them to build their author platform long before they even launch the book, you know, to be thinking about their ultimate audience and, and 
developing that audience months and years in advance. So we have an author named Michael Bungie Stanier who wrote a book called The Coaching Habit that was a Wall Street Journal bestseller and just has sold globally. I think we've now had it translated into 16 or so languages. And people often come to us and say, how do I do a coaching habit? You know, I want to replicate what he did. And, And the answer to that is really, you know, Michael, he runs a training company in Toronto called Box of Crayons. And he's been blogging, podcasting, speaking, training, you know, doing all of these things, collecting email addresses, all of these things for for many, many years. And it's really that groundwork, all of the work that he did around his business that led to the success of The Coaching Habit. You know, it is a brilliant book, of course, and and it's well packaged and it was well marketed and all of those things. But it but a lot of the success really is about who he is and the relationships he cultivated over over time. So that is something that the the kind of quick and dirty book publishing operations won't talk about, but it's critical to the success of a book, especially if you're writing a business book or leadership or, you know, prescriptive nonfiction. Uh, Very well said. Very well said. I know Michael. He's actually been a guest on the show. Uh, He's a really, really great guy, and he definitely has been around for a long time, and he's created – quite the following for himself. Uh, but, you know, he, he, still, he still something like 400,000 books. So the people that bought this book go far beyond his following, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Mike, Michael's managed to increase his platform as a result of having this book. That's right. And ideally, that's what a book will do. You, you know, you do need to have that audience beforehand. But in virtually, you know, with virtually every book we've published, we see that it can have a tremendous impact on the author's business. And and that's, you know, that's why most of them are publishing books with us, because they want to extend their brands and their audience and get, you know, more leads for their training companies or what, whatever it is they're doing. So yes, he definitely saw that impact. And, and I would say, most people do if they publish a high quality nonfiction book that relates to their professional expertise in some way. Yeah, that 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 absolutely is true. Again, if they've got a good message to start off with, exactly. if, if they've done the hard thinking to say, mm-hmm. hey, I know who my audience is. I know what my message is. I know what their itch is that I want to scratch. Because if they haven't done yeah. all that work and they go off and publish a book, I think that's throwing good money after bad. Uh, and yeah. that's that's a problem that I've seen with a lot of the charlatan marketers is they get to people and say, go write this book, get it out there. And I know so many people who spend tens of thousands of dollars on books and have gotten very little return from it besides, you know, selling a few when they launch the book and having their friends come over and buy some books from them. The objective of having a book is to, as you said, get people who know that you're an expert already to start to see you as a thought leader. And a thought mm-hmm. leader is someone who's known for their expertise, doesn't just have their expertise. So I think both of those are important. And a, a well-written book, a well-produced book, such as the types that you help authors produce, will do that and do it in spades. 
That, that's right. And we've put a number of things in place that really do help amplify our author's platform and audience. So for instance, we, we have partnerships with a distributor in Canada called Raincoast Books and in the States with a company called Publishers Group West, which is part of the world's biggest book distributor. So they sell and distribute our books into brick and mortar stores truly around the globe, as well as Amazon and so on. So we get people's books into airport stores and so on. So it's that kind of reach that you don't necessarily see from a lot of the charlatans that you're talking about. And and we have those offerings because we've been in the business for so long. And so because we came from the traditional publishing world, we've been able to draw on um, our relationships from that world and and help our authors kind of access the the, the best of, of that. So, you know, the, the idea was let's have the best of a traditional book publishing company, but combined with the creative control and, and independence that an author has with self-publishing. And that's that's the hybrid that we've created. I love what you've done. I love what you're continuing to do for authors. I think it's uh, important that there are people like you who help people who have a powerful message get it out there into the world. So kudos to you. I think it's wonderful what you're doing and keep it up. Thank you. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's such a joy to Nikki because our we work primarily with entrepreneurs, you know, that that's really our author base. And what we love is that our authors are endlessly creative about how they publish their books and how they market their books. And, you know, that that's so inspiring to work with people who really think of the book as a business. It's almost like they're, you know, they think of it as a business launch and, come with that same entrepreneurial instinct to publishing their book. That is, I would say, you know, one of our greatest sources of joy collectively at, at, at the company as well, just to partner with people who, who bring that instinct to their work. I love it, Trina. I, I, I love it. I think it's, uh, it's wonderful that you're helping entrepreneurs. It's wonderful that you're inspired to help entrepreneurs. That's what we do at, at eCircle Academy yeah. as well. It, it, it's, it's important for us to help people understand that they need to have a clear message. They need to know who their audience is. They need to know what itch they want to scratch. Yeah. And they, they also need to understand that nobody wants to be sold to in this world, but everybody loves to yeah. buy. And it's important to take the attention off of whether or not someone's going to make a sale and put the attention on how can I serve this person? What what is the pain they're going through? Because let's face it, people are hurting, people are suffering. And that's mm-hmm. the reason they come to you. That's the reason authors and writers come to you because they're hurting and suffering. And you have an opportunity to alleviate that, that pain and suffering. And that's why people come to your clients and come to our clients and come to us. And it's mm-hmm. important for us as entrepreneurs and as, as, as people who love other people to be there ready to serve, ready to alleviate that pain and show them a better way. 
And that the, the way you're expressing that, Nikki, is really how how we coach our authors to think about their their books and their audience, right? So, what, one of the first questions that we ask in book publishing, which might sound a little bit flippant, but but it's it's meaningful, is you know, okay, so who cares? So who who's going to care about this book and care enough to spend twenty dollars to buy it? And it's really you know what that question is asking is are you thinking about that itch that the, your your reader might have that that you can help scratch you know what are the pain points or what are the problems that your reader have that you can help solve in this book and are they clear enough and are they unique enough so yeah that's exactly how we speak with authors about um, about writing and thinking about their messaging I love that I love that At the end of the day, you and me were human beings that were put here on this earth by God Almighty in order to make a difference for other people. We all have a purpose, and it's important Mm -hmm. to understand what that purpose is sooner rather than later and and live that purpose. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's what you're all about. That's what we're all about here at East Circle Academy as well, and that's how... We're collaborating on this podcast, and you and I are going to find other ways to collaborate together to serve the people that we're meant to serve and mm-hmm. help them live life as the best version of themselves. Mm-hmm. I love that, you know, the idea of service and, you know, being mission-driven in that way, that, that really does speak to me as well. Beautiful. Beautifully said. So, Trina, we like to end off each one of our episodes by asking you, our expert guest, what are your top three expert action steps to help our listener take their life, take their business to the next level? What do you say? I would say number one would be embrace partnership. And for me, that's been really, really critical. First of all, because I, you know, I am lucky enough to have a, a business partner who I'm very close with, and I would never have launched a company if not for her. Um, But also, I think what has helped us build a successful business is various partnerships that we've created with people and other companies along the way. So we didn't kind of wait till we had in-house capacity to handle absolutely everything that is required to publish a book we forge relationships with people um, to make that happen. You know, we, and so I would say partnerships are just so critical to building a successful business. Uh, I I guess number two for, for an expert action step would be um, to embrace certainly embrace your customer feedback, but even the difficult feedback, you know, in, in hindsight, I remember this one quite difficult project we worked on where the, the author was just really cantankerous and, you know, it was a, a bit fraught and most of our projects, you know, we build a very collegial relationship with our authors. We're, we're working together for a year in most cases. So that's really critical. But in, in hindsight, you know, this person gave me some feedback about various systems and things that, that we had in place or needed to build because we worked with her early in the business. That was tough to hear at the time. 
but really did point to some of our internal pain points that we that we then kind of went out to address. So just embracing feedback from your customers and the good and the bad. And I guess number number three would be embracing evolution. You know, when when we started our company five and a half years ago, we had a number of different services that we have dropped since then. So so we've kind of really refined who we are and who we serve. And we're not trying to be all things to all people. We've gotten quite focused and really embraced evolution in the business. It, you know, it, ha- it has quite a different shape from it did five years ago. And um, so that, that's been pretty critical to our success. Instead of being afraid of change, we really kind of go after it in a way and um, make the most of it. That's wonderful. I love that. Those are three great expert action steps. And so, Trina, if someone's listening to the show and they've got their message dialed in and writing a book is the right next thing for them to contemplate. How do they get in touch with you? The best way would probably be to go to our website, page2.com, and uh, you can send an email through the website and either my business partner or I would, would respond. Okay, that's fantastic. So listener, Trina White is the real deal. Go check out her website, and if you're contemplating writing a book, and if the time is right, you definitely want to connect with her. She's amazing. I love this lady. Thank you so much, Nikki. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. So, Trina, this is the point in the podcast where I'm going to speak to my listener directly for a moment. So, Mm -hmm. listener, if you're listening to this podcast and you're wondering, can I be like Trina? Can I be this person who's dialed in, doing what I love, making a big difference for people and, you know, living life as the best version of myself and having a successful business? Well, the answer to that is yes. And, you know, at E-Circle Academy, we know that you want to be a confident and successful business owner, a thought leader. And in order to do that, you need to actually grow your business. And the problem is that you might be stuck. You might be on a plateau and you don't know how to get off of it. And that makes you feel anxious and question if you have what it takes. Here's what we believe, that you don't have to do this alone. You deserve help from someone who's been there and helped other people like you be successful. And we understand that you're doing everything you know how to grow your business, which is why we created our unique thought leader and heart leader-based approach that has helped the majority of our members add an extra $250,000 a year or more to their business versus less than 1% of small business owners attaining that level at a time on their own. And statistics show that people that are coaches or consultants, most of them don't ever get near to that level. And here's the way that we can help you do it. Number one, go schedule a success call with us. And the way to do that is go to our website, eastercoldacademy.com, and go to the button in the top right-hand corner, which says schedule a success call. Number two, Go through the call, sign up for our program, get trained on our amazing methodology. And number three, grow your business. So don't delay. Schedule that success call right 
now so that you can stop being stuck with little or no growth in your business and you can grow your business and have all those anxieties that are inside you that have made you feel that maybe you don't have what it takes, have all of them disappear so that you know not only do you have what it takes, but you deserve to be living life as the best and most successful version of yourself. Trina White, thank you so much for being on the show with us today. Thanks so much for having me, Nikki. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. Trina, the pleasure is all mine, believe me. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. To find out more about today's incredible guest, the one and only Trina White, go to the show notes at thethoughtleaderrevolution.com. And to jump on a call with myself or a member of my team, go to ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment. Until next time, goodbye.